What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the One Deeper Podcast and the first of hopefully many episodes of the Weasel and Tortoise Show, starring myself, aka the Tortoise, and Andre Alexandru, aka the Skinny Criminal, aka the Weasel. Today we talk about biology and the paper that he read and and one of his actually we both read. Um, it's mostly about biology, but you know, it goes off the rails a little bit. And uh, I guess maybe, maybe I should give you a trigger warning. Well, I guess maybe if you haven't got the idea so far from listening to any of my other episodes, we say what we want to say. And if you're prone to having your feelings hurt or uh, are quote unquote easily offended, you might want to not tune into my shows actually, you know, because I'm not going to keep doing these trigger warnings. So, anyway, if otherwise, please enjoy. It's a good laugh. Um, thanks for tuning in. Catch you on the next one. Peace. All right, buddy. What's up? It is up, all right. It is up, all right. The Weasel and Tortoise Show, everyone. <laughs> the moment we've been all waiting for. The Weasel and Tortoise Show. Weasel and Tortoise Show. Okay, so today, I think... This paper was probably the one of the most like out of out of our I think out of distribution training example. Right. So like if you were gonna read a paper that we could somehow try to understand, this is probably the last thing we should have chosen. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing we should have chosen. Um but oh, biology is weird. Right? Some fucking weird shit in this those are the real smart people. Not the AI bros. The AI bros, reward hack in the science game. Yeah. Like closest thing to alchemy there is. A pinch of linear algebra, a pinch of calculus. You stir it up real good with some autokeras <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> but you can't fake, you can't, you can't reward hack your way through biology, dude. It either works or doesn't. You need a fucking lab. You need uh, you, you, you need people to look. You need at frogs, dude. Did you see what they did to the frogs? They yeah. euthanized them afterwards. Are the frogs gay? <laughs> <laughs> I had them making the frogs gay. You had a. I had uh, they making the frogs gay. Isn't that a thing? If that, only if, dude. Only if. Just for the memes, people don't get don't get mad. I don't get. Yeah, yeah. Gay. It's good to be gay. We're not saying it's bad to be gay here. Bring this thing a little bit closer to your mouth. Like turn it a bit. Turn this, yeah, okay, there you go. Tilt it, you mean? Flip this way. There okay. you go, nice, okay. Oof. Why does it, what the, why does the microphone have to be so phallic shaped? I don't know. Is phallic a word? Let's check. Phallic is definitely a word. All right, so, Andre, this is your brain baby, so. Oof. Oof. First, first, tell us, like, maybe, like, yes. who's Michael Levin? Michael Levin? Who is Michael Levin? Michael Levin is the guy that got me into biology by throwing some computation into it and unapologetically shooting for the stars. Michael Levin is a guy at Tufts University, a private university, some some kind of arrangement. Some Catholic also, I don't know, but it's hard to get into it very very hard and very expensive. I looked into it. I wanted him to be my professor. <laughs> Michael Levin, if you're hearing this, 
I still want to work for you, but I don't want to do the groundwork, the frog cutting, the stitch putting. That's most of what you do as a do as a po- like a as a graduate student, or right? like that's. Why do you think? Why do you, why, why do you think guys like Michael Levin have graduate students? Because he doesn't want to do that shit either. Dude, and they're paid. <laughs> like Max Lowers told me that that's why the research is so good in the U.S. compared to Europe, because in Netherlands, you need to hire a PhD student for two thousand and two hundred euros. Last time I checked, a month. In the U.S., you give him a fucking how do they call it subsidies? Yeah. No, not subsidies. Allowances, yeah. not even salary. Allowance. Yeah. An allowance of four hundred bucks. Figure it out. Sleep in a dorm, and you can hire way more graduate students. Yeah. Oh, keep, yes. keep talking. Michael Levin. I need to fix this you stretch. Mic. What are you doing? I need to fix this mic. It keeps. I, I need. It's not. There. Keep going. Michael Levin. Everyone. He doesn't look like he knows a lot of biological stuff. Wh- he looks kind of depressing. What kind of person looks like he knows biology? Udeshna looks like he knows biology. And Andrew Huberman, that guy looks like he knows biology. Um, I want Michael Levin to l- live long and prosper. But at the moment, he doesn't... L- Dude, if I go big, and this shit gets out when I spoke a lot of shit about how Michael Levin looks, ah, fuck it, I was young and stupid. Anywho, nobody cares. Nobody cares, dude. Um, yes. Michael Levin. Brought com- bioelectricity. Okay. Interested in how cells communicate with each other through electricity in a computational form, the framework. Does a lot of stuff with information theory, with computation and biology. That's what I know about him. He's a Russian immigrant, too. Second generation immigrant, straight from Moscow. How did w- they get this guy on that AI forward? AI forward for like a random. They got fucking Lee Cronin too. Yeah, like a random. Lee Cronin showed us his fucking cam computer. Like, I think I almost had Michael Levin too. Almost scheduled a video call with him. This close I was, but no, he has shit to do. Naturally, of course. doesn't want to hang out with me, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I know about Michael Levin. Okay, so this paper. This paper, brother. Tell me, first of all, how did you read it? How did you find it? Honestly, I found it... Okay, I found it easier to read than most AI papers. Oof. Because there was, like... It's not, like... It's it's not simple, by any means, I mean... Shadow of the imagination, and I didn't get to some part of some parts of it. Okay, I'll be honest. Did you get to the discussion? No, I didn't. Oof, should I have started with the discussion? I read the methods. I was like, I wanted to like, I, I was actually interested. I was actually reading the methods mm. because like, like the silk. Well, they got dude, the fucking silk out of the worms and made the, a gel out of it. Okay, okay. Like that's what I want to talk about, right? <laughs> the, like the number of the number of strange insane ideas that had to converge like some guy in some corner was like oh if you take the silk of a silkworm and convert and and dehydrate it and pull it in this direction put it in this oven for this temperature make it this way and that way you, you can get this thing out and then th- and, th- and then these motherfuckers at Tufts were like okay so if you take that one and then take this chemical and put them together in a in a in a shell and switch it to the thing dude 
how many lifetimes would it take for one person to come up with this fucking idea it's a fucking multi drug thing like when you look at it oh this uh, this molecule worked to restore uh, nerve cells in the retina of mice once in 19 the 1980 yeah. <laughs> this other molecule did something with oxalotals they allowed them to um, regrow stuff when the pituitary gland, gland was removed so much random shit put together this sounds like alchemy the reason like, i said this was easier to read than an ai paper because like this is this you is you see it. and this is not you can imagine it's it. not it's, it's not abs- it's not abstract at all it's like we took this put it here we took this put it there we took these two put it together <laughs> we took this this and this added them in a flask this this <laughs> so i was like holy shit Cut like, them from here, euthanize them here. Yeah, we put we poison in the water. Yeah, we we cut them. The frogs. We cut them here. We cut them there. We put this there. Fucking like, drawings of fucking frog legs. Unlike like, unlike an AI paper where it's like we used a <laughs> multi-dimensional, <laughs> multi-variant, co-magical, multimodal, multimodal <laughs> deep neural <laughs> uh, network where the summation of summations <laughs> equals the integration of that integration of that summation. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, what? How? <laughs> everything is in three dimensions here. That's what I appreciate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything's in three everything, dimensions. N- nothing goes beyond <laughs> three, three dimensions. dimensions. <laughs> no, maximum of three dimensions. So, like in a weird way, this paper was simpler to read. Like I, I, I actually breeze through the first. Like okay, so I don't know what's okay, for example. Like I don't know what a what. Let me think of a name. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Take any fucking sentence. Like there's ten words I don't know in every sentence. Let's get one randomly. Gene modules were identified by co-expression analysis in semi-tool in R. So I actually don't understand the sentence. I know what co-expression is. I know what ge- like I know what genes are, and like okay, so no things I don't understand is like for example, what is? Um, Did you get to the genes part? Yeah, those plots. God bless. So, like, for example, I don't, I don't, I don't know things. I don't know like chemicals. What these chemicals mean, right? For example, <laughs> like tryptophan. Okay, okay. Look, uh, <laughs> we should read some of these things out, dude. Like, it's it's crazy. Yes, like, tell me a, fu- okay. a funky name. So, one thing is like the silk processing. Okay, so the silk they use basically is is is, is, is like this is the is what they use to build this. Um, Okay, first of all, so let's go through the title. No, yeah, yeah. Let's the title do it first. the uh, Eric Postma way. Yeah, yeah. How our benevolent father, spiritual father, unfortunately, he refused to be my mentor <laughs> and godfather. Peter Hendricks, if you're really listening to this, I'm still waiting for name proposals for my children. Peter Hendricks, that guy is cool. He wants to be my godfather. <laughs> Now let's be- get back. How Eric Postma taught us: start by understanding the title. Try understanding the title. Okay, the title: Acute multi-drug delivery via a wearable bioreactor facilitates long-term limb regeneration and functional recovery in adult Xenopus levis. Let's tackle one word at a time. Acute. Now, the acute part. This is crucial. This is crucial. The crucial word. The juicy word. Acute multi-drug delivery. The acute part should straight. To the heart of this paper, because this paper proves that you don't need to micromanage limb regeneration 
when it's not inherent to the organism. You don't need to arrange the stem cells and do gene therapy to individual cells and to watch it closely and steer it in the right directions. No, you can you can trigger a limb regeneration process with the appropriate signal. And that's the acute part. It's a short, limited in duration, 24-hour exposure to this drug cocktail. It's not 24 hours, right? No, 24 hours. If it's just you leave the uh, the dome, the I uh, thought it was like oh yeah, 24 hour exposure. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I thought it was like 18 months. Oh no, 18 months. 18 months. They that's how much they watch the frogs. All oh, right, okay. Wow, holy shit! So they just exposed it for 24 hours and then yes. for 18 months it grew. Yes. That's insane. So that's that's the magic. I don't know. I missed that one. So <laughs> acute. <laughs> well, for the first word, I leave it to the to the other words, man. Yeah. I got I got your back for the first word. So acute. That's what's it what it's about. Only uh, acute exposure. Only an acute exposure to the intervention. No micromanaging for the whole duration of the regeneration. Just strap that bi- that biodome with the drugs on the cut limb, on the scar. Leave it there for 24 hours, take it off, leave the frog do its thing, and it can grow back. It can regrow uh, skin, bone, um, nerves, what else, and pseudo fingers. Yeah, and the connections were all good, like you, they were moving it around and shit, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It, it was reactive to simulate, it used it to, um, it uses, used, the frogs used the pseudo fingers in everyday life to swim to grab stuff that's crazy so wait so how long uh, uh, how long does a frog take to grow a normal sized limb oof how no, like, from, <laughs> like from birth from tadpole to, ah. to get to a get to how long does it take for a frog to go from a tadpole to the size of the limb that they amputated oof let's google it it's not 18 months how do you know? It's probably way less than that, I feel like. No, the, the point I'm trying to make is mm. the fact that they got a pseudo limb ah. in 18 months is way faster than... 18 months is what? Dude, from tadpole. To fully grown? Are these fully grown frogs? From tadpole to tiny frogs. Wait. Toadlets. What's a toadlet? Tadpole tail. Frog spawn and toad spawn. Wait, frogs are different from toads? Yeah. Dude, so much shit we don't know. So much shit we don't know. So, is... uh, Wait, wait, wait. So... (laughs) So, a tadpole, it takes 14 weeks to get from a tadpole to a tiny frog. Mm. 14 weeks. Tiny frog, 14 weeks. Tiny frog, yes. Okay, so one to 18 months to go from no limb to a micro, like a sensitive, like a semi, it's a a semi hand, right? It's not an actual hand. It's, yes. That's amazing though, Jesus. This is like fucking X-Men Wolverine level shit right now. Wait, wait, wait. So you can see the growth. Um, two, 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 two. Uh, it plateaus at eight months. 
after amputation and treatment, eight months after treatment, it plateaus the soft tissue length. Okay, okay. So what, I, what we're looking at Drop. in this paper is basically what they, the gist of it is they amputate a frog's limb yes. and they attach this bioreactor thing, what they call a bioreactor. Yes. It's basically a film full of uh, growth promoting things like, which are, which are interesting things that I didn't, re like the like BDNF, uh, um, growth hormone. Those are all things you know I've heard of before. <laughs> <laughs> BDNF is brain-derived BDNF is brain-derived neurotropic factor. Okay. Um, so I want to like this, just like, just like, there's so many things in this paper. I want to say I want to I want to I want to read out mm. like one paragraph. The biodome fabrication, okay? Biodome meaning is the is the device, okay? The biodomes were composed of a soft silicon insert that contained silk hydrogels as a controlled release substrate and drug carrier. The fabrication of the device has been reported elsewhere. <laughs> 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 Briefly, the outer silicon, outer outer cylindrical silicon sleeve, was fabricated by casting silicon elastomer. Which, which, which is awesomely called Dragon Skin Tent. <laughs> like, come on. You know, like, honestly, for sure, if, 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 if I'm doing science shit, like, I'm gonna call all my things like this, right? It's like, it's like Dragon Skin 10. Flaming Sword 11. Alpha Growth, Alpha Go, Alpha Growth Eagle Fang. <laughs> <laughs> Substrate level 55 uh, explosion dynamics chaos. Inazuma. <laughs> all the words. I wanna throw all the words, right? Uh, okay, so Mokanji. briefly, the out, outer cylindrical silicone sleeve was fabricated by casting silicone elastomer against a 3D printed mold, which was designed using CAD software. Okay, so this is only one small part of this entire endeavor. And just in this one paragraph, how many people's stuff and disciplines and sciences and ideas had to come together for it to work. Okay. Designed using CAD software. So, so the, that's a whole 3D physics world of stuff, right? 3D printed. That's a whole nother... <laughs> people spend their whole lives understanding 3D printing, right? Silk hydrogels. I don't know what that means. <laughs> right? All this other stuff, okay? Hydro, that's for water. Okay. That's what I know. Yeah, okay. So And then there's this silk solution that they made, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this out the whole thing because it's like it's mm. fascinating, mm. right? Silk solution was prepared following a previously published protocol. <laughs> Go look nice. at it somewhere else, someone figured it out. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Here's the thing, here's the thing that we used. Briefly, we'll describe it here. <laughs> Five grams of silkworm cocoons from Yokohama, Japan, <laughs> right? Was cut and degummed in a solution of 0.2 M sodium carbonate, I know what that means, for 45 minutes to remove non-essential protein substrates. Fibers were washed in deionized water several times. That's like, that's the least scientific thing in this, enti in this entire paper. We washed it several times. <laughs> Everything else <laughs> is so precisely 
precisely explain. Like, how do they wash it? They just wave them around. Like I don't know. This is shake them around. Of the entire paper, like this is the most ridiculous. This is the least scientific thing. We washed it several times. <laughs> <laughs> how many times? How many times? What's the washing procedure? Yeah, exactly. Did you Spin do them. Did you do like what direction? Front to back, left back to right. Front, like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> he calls the scientific paper. What's wrong with you? Give me the deets. No, this is this is like this is, I wouldn't give this paper an eight, bro. Like a six point five. It's passing paper, man. They did they did good work. Not, not specific enough. Okay, okay. All jokes, all jokes. All right. Dry silk fibers were then dissolved in twenty percent solution. Blah blah blah. So it goes on and on like this, right? Wa- see, water was changed six times over a 40, 48 hour period. The dialyte solution was centrifuged three times at thirteen thousand g. Like basically, washing machine. All these, the silky so washing machine. all these steps, I found this honestly very easy to read. Like, oh, okay, you did this, you put it in here, you put it in here, you did this. Okay, fair enough. I don't know what, I don't know why you did any of these things, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> this was like, this was like telling a three-year-old how his toy car was made. It's like, I don't know why you why you painted it this way or why you why you bent the plastic. I don't care. I just know that it works like that. So, I have no idea why, but. It was refreshing to read this paper, like you said. It was like, oh my god, okay. Something it's, in the world. This something this, you can see and touch. Something from outside, outside, outside of mathematical matrices and four loops inside four loops and ma- and sums into sums into sums into sums. This is just like, we took A, put it into B, B became C, <laughs> C became D, and then D grew legs. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, holy shit, that's that's awesome. Right. <laughs> there's all this, in this entire paper. There's only like one little thing about 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 statistical analysis because you can see the leg. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the leg either didn't grow or it grew. It's like here. <laughs> it's not like p value of oh not significant enough. The leg didn't grow. It's like no dude. Either the leg is there or, it's <laughs> or it's like, did it happen or not? Like okay, it's there. They still need stats. Like, That's what's wild. You still need stats, right? Shout out to Travis Wheelchair. The man behind all my stats knowledge. Shout out to Travis. It's like, you still need to show that, hey man, this leg grew more than you would have expected by chance. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, this leg would never have grown by chance. What do you mean by more by by chance? Okay, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm just just talking out of my ass. Back back to the title? Back to the title. Okay, okay. So acute multi-drug delivery. Figure that one out. Via, that's a funny word. A wearable bioreactor that's what we just discussed the silk the worm we get the we get the silk make a nice make a nice recipient recipient is that a word recipient i think so it's that's definitely a word but i don't use it right anywho we make a nice a nice thing that can hold other things Mm -hmm. it can be attached to frogs (laughs) (laughs) we put in that silicon thing that also includes the gel, the gel uh, silk. I also learned something that's called something called frog water. <laughs> <laughs> frog water. Yeah, frog mm. water is like it's like very it's like perfectly made water for frogs to live in. Mm. Interesting. They put steroids. Yeah. They put creatine in there. I think. But, 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 if, if I was a frog, I needed water. What would my water be? Magnesium, creatine. <laughs> I think potassium, potassium fish oil. sodium, sodium, salt. potassium, fish oil, fish oil. <laughs> fish oil, you're floating on the top. <laughs> I'll have to go to the top and like <laughs> suck, the, suck, the, suck the fish oil out of the surface. <laughs> All the other frogs would 
would despise Bro, you know, and admire you my at the shoulder, same time. My shoulder needs a fucking biodome is what it needs. Dude, Michael Levin would set you up. So, bioreactor, that's the magic of the silk stuff. Yeah. Because it can hold the cocktail and it can release um, it can release it gradually as far as I can tell that's what they do with the silk thing because it can hold a bunch of molecules substances and release them slowly um, okay so we got the bioreactor 3D printed thing put the silk gel inside put the drugs stitch it up to a frog um, to where once was a frog leg and now it's only an w- open wound facilitates long-term limb regeneration and functional recovery. That's the bone, the skin, the muscle, the nerves. Limb re- regeneration, so, so, so that's the limb regeneration part, and the functional recovery part is like that they actually were able to use it to do functional things. Yes. Or like they were, they weren't great, they were like full-sized legs. Right, they couldn't play the piano. Yeah, exactly. Without, with those pseudo fingers. I mean, you're not you're not impressing any frog ladies with your with your pseudo hands. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's still better than no hand. And if I if I read it if I read somewhere I don't know if I read it but but like they were using it to move around and like locomote and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. also. Um, Use it to protect themselves from dangerous stimuli or yeah, so they loud treated, noises. So they treated it like as if it was their normal hand. Yes. So they had every control. That's nuts. Dude. It wasn't a user's appendage. Like yeah, it yeah, was yeah, no yeah. phantom limb. Yeah, yeah. They were using it completely like the way. I mean, of course, we don't know. We don't know what we, we don't know what it's like to be a frog. God damn, man. No limb, Maybe they hated it. Maybe they didn't hate it. For sure they hated it. For, for they were sure. fucking euthanized at the end. Oh yeah. Poor frogs. That broke my heart. Like, why you got to kill the hand, the frogs? I mean, only to collect the tissue. It's called sacrifice. Oof. We're going to JP territory. If you don't like the idea of animals being sacrificed, you shouldn't go into biology. Anyone? And I'm, I'm, I'm talking to no, anyone. Man, I, I draw. I draw Let's talk about this. My, where do you draw the empathy circle, Udesh? Do you know what I'm talking about? The empathy circle. Empathy circle. So in the middle, you have stones. Stones. Matter. Matter. Like, I would say dead, but it's not dead. But matter. Inert matter. Stones, plastic, table, tabletops. The, uh, then you go a little out- outward. You have moss. You have fungus. You have unicellular organisms. You go a little farther. You have multicellular organisms, insects. Bees, you go a little farther, you got reptiles, frogs, lizards. You go a little farther, you got mammals, the, the dogs, the dogs that go there with this. And no, birds, birds go between the reptiles and the mammals. And then you got the humans, the tree of life. Where do you draw the circle? I'm pretty Old Testament on this shit. <laughs> 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 like, like clearly, clearly, if you wash the, your teeth, you don't don't care about the unicellular organisms. See, this you is fucking kill them. No, this is a this is a good question. And when I say Old Testament, I meant in the in a in a sense, I believe. Okay, let's, let's start here, right? I believe that human beings are special. I don't know how they're special, okay? But they fucking dominate the world. Qualitatively, we are different somehow, right? 
no other species has the ability to not only hello the window okay Oh, nice. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we someone just walked into uh, sort out the air conditioning. I guess. Wait. So the air conditioning is a, is the problem. When when the windows open, the air conditioning doesn't. This building fucking sucks. <laughs> yes, designers of the cube building in Tilburg University. You guys suck, dude. You guys are fucking terrible. If I knew your address, I would send you a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Before <laughs> let's b- backtrack to the bag of dicks. Then um, put the circle, brother. Old Testament. Okay, so when I say I'm Old Testament, I like what I'm. I don't. There's the, the saying that you know, not a saying. Like the, the like I don't know the actual let's words, but let's, like it's, let's Google it. It's like um, man was put on the earth, and man's earth is the man's dominion, and he can do whatever his body well pleases. I don't think of that as a commandment or a. It's not like I don't think that of that as we are given permission to do whatever we whatever we, whatever we want to the environment, people, and animals. Let, let me give the full quote. Yeah, go for ahead. for the plebs. For posterity's sake. Yeah. Then God said, "Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air." And over the cattle, and over all the wild animals on the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Okay, so in that sense, I don't mean it like okay, we should. Th- I don't. Th- I don't take that as like a permission for us to do whatever the fuck we want. Yes, because that's how some people take it. It's like oh, this is God said we can do this. We can. We that's can. Shoot a frog in the head. Yeah, we can do what you want. This is it's humans. Humans are human. Humans are free to do what they damn well please. For for me, that's sort of a description of what humans are. It's like we have this ability, we have this cognition, we have this higher level of thinking that enables us to have dominion over the earth and the fish and the things that crawl and all the things, right? And I think with great power comes great great responsibility. So I balance my old school Bible with the new school Marvel Marvel comics, right? <laughs> uh, so I'm not I'm, I'm not all the way off the reservation. But so I think that comes with the responsibility. Like okay, we can do this. Clearly, we can do this. You can see that the environment, the environment. Where the fuck the weird accent? By the way, <laughs> what did you say? Environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my my accent is contagious. Yeah. you got the Eastern European the accent, Eastern boy. European accent. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm like a fucking soup, yeah, like a like Sponge. a mixed 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 seafood soup. <laughs> I have like the Americans and the fucking Asians, the Eastern European, and some Dutch in there somewhere. Okay, <laughs> anyway, so. Clearly, we have dominion of the environment, right? We have the ability to change the environment. Clearly, by doing it, okay. L- don't let don't let anyone tell you this is a uh, uh, what's it? Patriarch. An anti and what's it called? A global warming denier, right? Listen. But the thing is, I think we're doing it because we are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No, like okay, it's not awesome that we're doing. It. I'm saying like the, the we have the ability to change entire ecosystems. We can we can decide we should not kill humpback whales and bring them back from the brink of extinction. 
right? We can decide. We have the power somehow. Orangutans are awesome, but they don't have that ability. Chimps are awesome. They're the closest thing to us, they don't have that ability. Like, humpback whales are awesome. Okay, they communicate, they talk, and they have families and mothers and daughters, and like, they, they hug that they're young, and it's amazing, right? But if I decided to get a bunch of bunch of my fellow apes together and said, yo, motherfuckers, let's go kill this motherfucking whale, that whale is fucked, right? What's it gonna do? Right, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna hire a chopper get a fucking assault rifle go on come okay all right all right, all right. terrible because that's not how you kill whales killing whales is actually really hard <laughs> but the point is harpoons the point is if I wanted to walk into the Amazon and assassinate all the chimpanzees I could do so. There's no chimpanzee in the Amazon. Except there are no chimpanzees in the Amazon. <laughs> See, shows you how little I know. But the point I'm trying to make is that we have this ability and this strength. Okay, and how does it relate to this paper? The question about what you should do to animals and how far we should push this in the sake of gaining knowledge, right? How much How much do we have? Like, okay, let's talk about one animal in particular that, that has basically contributed to most of science. Mice. The, the mouse. Ooh, God bless the mouse. The cuddly little mouse, right? Cute, adorable mammals, but they are great models to model stuff for you that to model biology. They're not directly translatable to humans. Generally, how biology goes, and I could be butchering this, is first you do something in the cell, and you say, okay, this thing is there's some. You have to always give a rationale to why you want to progress this to the next state next level of biological complexity. So if you want to take this from a frog to a human, you better fucking show like, yo, uh, first of all, we're not, we are, we are not cutting off limbs to, to in humans to do this. You're gonna get people who already have no limbs and try to figure that out for themselves. And that's a problem, because you can't replicate this, right? In it has to be fresh. Exactly, it has to be fresh, you don't have no idea. But can we, so if they, want to, if they want to justify that, they have to let cut the thing off, let the frog's leg heal to a reasonable amount of time, then try to do the same thing, which might not work. So all these problems, right? Okay. So, where do I draw, draw the line in terms of how cool I am with animals being used for science? I'm all the way cool, to be honest. Like, short of, to be honest, short of, I draw the line on pet, like dogs and cats. For some reason, I can't, I can't go beyond that. Like, even then, you could probably, you know, get me in a room somewhere you know be be real nice to me stroke me in the right places and be like I'll be like yeah okay go ahead no I'm not gonna do that like I don't, this is a real question because I don't know and honestly I honestly don't, don't know where the line is until you're put in this position yeah, there's until, no way uh, until know. you're in this position I know. so I remember Steven Pinker talking about an experience that he had where he was doing some experiments with mice where the sh the flow of the I don't know if this was Steven Pinker or if this was no it's definitely Steven Pinker Pinker or Huberman, but definitely, yeah, it's, it's Pinker, right? He was responsible for doing some experiments on mice, on mice, and the experiment had had an electrified flow, mm. okay? And something somehow, and he he went, he had gone home for the night and somehow left that fucking thing on, and this poor mouse was electrocuted to death overnight, and he came back and he found like this. Like fucked up mouse, right? Completely dead. I don't know w how I'd feel until I'm put in this situation. Like he regrets that to this day. Uh, dude, I'm gonna look up 
Pinker. Who's the guy? Yeah, look it up. Just look it up. Pinker, Steven Pinker, mouse uh, experiment. Gone uh, wrong. Gone wrong, something like that, right? I th- I'm pretty sure it's him. The question, I think this is a broader question, right? Like, how much of other life should we sacrifice to the furtherance of humankind? I think there's a a lot of animals we can sacrifice. Like, uh, no, it's like, I think there are problems in human for humans that need to be solved, that should be solved. And I think we should sacrifice some animals to do so. Man, I'm gonna be cancelled after this podcast. Who's <coughs> gonna cancel, man? No one's gonna cancel. I won't cancel myself. You cancel myself? No, it's like, but, 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 uh, that, no. This is an important question. Like, I mean, mm. this, 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 like, this, this b- bleeds into the question of: Should you be a vegan? Should we sacrifice animals just so that we can be healthier and have better functioning? Should human beings be valued over other animals? What do you think? Human beings, yeah, should be valued. Buffalo other animals. I, mean, I for sure agree with that humans are special. There's something like even no other species got to the moon. Yeah. No other species no one do, went do, above do other species three meters. Do other species do other species even know the that there's a moon? That do, do they even like have the conception that there's something other than the earth, the immediate environment outside of them? Hmm. I mean that said. Intuitively speaking, I draw the circle in the circle somewhere around frogs and birds. Like frogs, nasty, nasty creatures. Birds, phew, fucking flying dinosaurs in the <laughs> sky, like killing each other, fighting. There's no friendly bird around. Really. I'm gonna get you a bird. There's only unfriendly birds. I'm gonna watch you fall in love with this bird. Oof. And then ask you to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll name it Tudesh. Oh, what the fuck, bro? That's no, fucking dark. Yo, la- speaking of dark, last night I had maybe not. Yeah, I had, last <laughs> night I had, I had a dream that my that my that my family and I. No, you know what? I'm not saying it's on air. This is where I draw the line. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Mm, sacrifice animals. <clears throat> no, it's smart what you're saying. Like what probably happens? Take it from the initial mechanism. Observe the, the molecule level in the lab, synthetic to the living cell, to the frog, to the mice, to the human. Yeah, you, at the end of the day, you must break some eggs to make an omelet. What's the, what's the alternative? Not? Mm. How do you not, how, what's all, like, that's not mm. humans? What's the alternative? Man, like, dude, like, you, can, you can have pff, dude. a more gentler approach. Like these motherfuckers fucking euthanize the fucking frogs at the end. But to take the samples from the, le- y- the legs and stuff. You have to. They could have cut the legs again, right back again. <laughs> so amputate this guy. So what you're saying oh, is a life of suffering versus a death. Amputate this guy, amputate them again, <laughs> and just leave them. <laughs> leave, leave them like this, dude. No, I'd rather be dead. I'd rather be dead on a daily basis. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I'm. I can't say. I think. I think. You give me. You give me a lab. I will go wild for sure with humans, with animals, with anything. The thing is, it's really hard to do useful, even with animals, right? It's really hard to do useful things, dude. It's not just a matter of taking animals and doing a bunch of tests. You have to come up with useful tests and useful things to do. And that's fucking difficult, right? Like, 
what you should sacrifice for the progress of humanity is a real broad question, right? And uh, I think this is fine. I think I think I'm totally cool with what they did. I also think like if you're a prisoner, you should be able to choose to do, like volunteer your time for scientific experiments and get your get your get your sentence reduced. Oof, <laughs> oof! They would go out of those prisons like purple eyes, <laughs> tails, three arms. Wouldn't be weird for years. Like I was, I was thinking like like you know, superpowers. Like, do do like, you want to give prisoners ex cons superpowers? Let, let, let think about it. Right? Is that what you want? When you take someone, let's see, let's see, you're a member of society, right? And you take them out of society. You put them in the put them in timeout. Put them in <laughs> put them in the, put them in a cage. It's not like that person disappears, right? You still have to like feed that person, take care of the person, make the person exist. Unless you, of course, ex- execute him. But even that's expensive, right? You can't just like go off. You can't just go. You can't just go trick directors on, <laughs> on the motherfuckers with the with the sword and just walk in, just chopping chopping people's heads off, right? Take his eye first. First offense. Take yeah, his exactly. Eye. That's a due process in a civilized world, okay? And how in the US, so example, for example, how they contribute is like they they do like repairs inside the license plates, like all kinds of weird shit, right? Why not scientific experiments? I yeah, sure, fucking dose me up, brother. Like <laughs> lifetime sentence. Okay, if you get, if you if you subject if you subject yourself to this experiment with these chemicals, you'll drop your sentence by ten years. <laughs> Yo, pump that shit, pump me, pump me up with that Juice shit. Me up. Juice me up, baby. Lube me up, baby. Man, <sighs> if you guys think. Uh, I can I, I I couldn't possibly come up with more more ignorant shit to say. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> <laughs> you should read some philosophy shit, like some old text, some scroll. Right. So we should read the Bible next time. You know, we should read the Bible next time. You know, <laughs> like you know, a passage. You know, like if if it occurs to me that if, the, I mean, if let me make a comment before I forget yeah. about the juice of the paper. So the hypothesis is that. The cells, the organism, the the system knows how to regrow its parts, even if it can't regrow its parts. There's the information of regrowth is sitting there latent in the system, in the organism, even though it can't access it. Yeah. So this also and with the proper stimulus, you can let the organism do its thing, do its magic. So that's. The juice. Right. That so there is a latent information about what's the shape, what's the shape the organism should strive towards. And they tested and they did like gene testing and everything. Nothing's changed, right? They they they, they, tested, mm, they tested the no, genes. No, they found some something that happens in the brain. Like some neuro stuff that happens in the brain at birth during at birth in the development of a frog during brain development. They found that same ex- gene expression mambo jumbo thing that they find in brain they found it in the limbs the new limbs so there might be something regarding consciousness <laughs> okay here. so um but this is still not the the electrical stuff you did this is just straight straight no, but th- that's how it says, yeah yeah i was bummed out to be, i i hope there would be more computation the talks of michael levin i saw uh, so far, we're ooh, heavy computation, like how this communicate. Look at the networks. Look at so the yeah. I'll put the link to his TED talk where he talks about this, the the bio comp- oh, the, yes. bio-elect- the bio bio bioelectricity, which is awesome. So what this, what he showed is like cells communicate electrically 
between each other. Even not neurons. Not only neurons. Not just neurons. That was mind blown. Every, like every other cell also. They didn't invent it, neurons. Yeah. And they communicate in order to form the the form. The two eye, one eye on each side, symmet- symmetry, <laughs> one nostril on each side. Like the form. So one thing in the video is the is Picasso tadpoles, right? <laughs> so what they do is they basically change the tadpoles so, so so like the head the the eyes in one place, different places, the mouths in different place, all the different places. But the no, no matter no matter where you change the reorganize the tadpole, the frog develops into a normal looking frog, which is fucking weird. Also, and then in the video, the I mean the coolest thing is what they do with the planaria, the platforms, right? Oof. So what they showed is that, so these flatworms, uh, planaria, I think, right? Planaria? Yeah, planaria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planaria um, are basically immortal, right? So if you cut them into 200 pieces, you get 200 new planaria, right? So the planaria you have now was, and how they reproduce is by, by tearing, tearing themselves apart and tearing, tearing into new planaria. So the planaria that exists right now was the first planaria that existed ever, right? Okay. That's wild. Right? So, what they found, so so now what they found is by giving the right electrical signal signals, you can turn this one-headed flatworm into a two-headed flatworm. You can grow two perfectly normal heads by just giving the cells different signal, electrical signal and arranging it to grow a different head. Two different heads, right? Now, the fucking crazy thing is, if you cut that planaria in half, or you cut the planaria into three parts, the middle and the two heads, and you put the middle part uh, aside, You, what do you think is going to happen to that middle part? If I knew, didn't know about this shit, I would say that they would all grow normal one-headed exactly. planaria. But they don't. They grow, the middle part grows two-headed planaria. And, and every offspring they have thereon are all two-headed planaria. Okay, so there is no genetic change. There's no gene editing here. The gene is the same. Exactly. How is that? Where is the information laying? Exactly. The two-headed. Exactly. Where, the, where is the two information? Bits inf- of information. How the, how the fuck? Where is it? Fucking weird. Good Lord. It would take lifetimes to answer these questions. So now they're trying to do this whole limb regrowth thing with this electrical, sim- the electrical knowledge transfer. I think there's some quantum mechanics at <laughs> <laughs> play here. Mambo Jumbo at play There is the quantum shit somewhere hiding in plain sight. In hiding in plain sight. <laughs> uh, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> you know, like, you know what would really piss me off? Mm. It's like, all the, I have a little file that I keep little ideas in. Okay? Mm? I have a little document that, that, I, that yes. I put random ideas in. I had a, had a longer one, but I don't know where it is. But now I have a very short one. It'd be super annoying if like, Ten years, twenty years from now, someone gets someone someone does literally the idea I had and gets like a fucking prize. I'm like Jesus Christ! If only I was smart enough to know how good how, how good that idea was. Thing is, everyone has ideas, right? Everyone has ideas. Dude, fucking chat GPT. Like I wanted to do that shit for my thesis. Like okay, um, we have a language model, like right, right. Something that can be something that can create human-like text. Okay, now why not slap some reinforcement learning onto this? So you can train a system to be your perfect personal assistant. A system that what I can access the internet, but two months later, I'm for sure, GPT? before I started working, working on the fucking thesis for the perfect perfect uh, assi- robot assistant, ChatGPT came out. 
the whole shebang. Human in the loop reinforcement learning plus language model. You do that a couple of iterations with some Indian Indians in a call center. <laughs> you take over the world, dude. Uh, Good lord, man! They stole my idea. I was okay. <laughs> settle down, buddy. I was also, I was also thinking like, um, what's his name? Sam. Sam Altman. Sam Altman. If you're listening to this, I'm looking for a job after in four months from now. I'm a promising young man, as you heard. I thought about ChatGPT before it existed. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I mean, they were they've been working on it for years, bro. Yes. <laughs> like you realize that, right? No, no, no. <laughs> like they're trading. But still, great minds think alike. Trading, trading data set in 2021, which means they've been thinking about this shit for fucking ever. <laughs> right. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Tell me this. One idea of yours. No, I don't know. I don't know any ideas. But like, one idea I was thinking about is I was thinking quite a bit about why AI models are so bad at the hands. At hands. Yeah. What do you mean bad at hands? Images. Images. When you have like uh. stable diffusion images and stuff. They're fucking terrible at hands. Everything is fine except the fucking hands. Like weird claw hands, eight eight finger hands, Oof. like fingers coming out of the palms. And I was wondering why is that, why is it so hard? And then I looked up and then and then I remembered you remember the motor and sensory homunculus? Yes. That weird animal looking thing yes. that shows how where the how which part of your cortex cortex is And how much of the volume is 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 responsible for which part of your body, right? And if you look at it, the hands are um, so much of it, a, a, a large quantity of it. And I was thinking, okay, like I was thinking, the hands are so versatile. You can grasp with your hands, you can stroke with your hands, you touch, you pinch, you you clasp, you caress, you stroke, you, you rub. You gesture. You gesture, you just the number of words you can do with your hand is insane you can signal you can you can fight fight you can punch you can you can kill you can grab you can kill you can do all kinds of things right and i think it's coming where we are we are coming to a problem where the world is not just a place of things right it's a place of doing things in right so when you say AI generate a picture of of a, of a girl holding an apple, it doesn't actually know what the hell holding means. What do you mean holding? It knows there's a mapping between images that look like things that people have labeled as holding, but holding is all kinds of things: holding hands, holding apples, holding a bottle, holding a holding your mother's hand, holding. Holding uh, a, a dream, holding a dream, right? All these weird fucking Oof. things. It's hard. It's it's uh, embodied, embodied GPT. You heard it here for first, folks. EGPT. Sam Altman, don't dare steal this idea. All right, back to biology. Biology is weird. I'm curious to work on biology, AI, the inter computation. I'm curious to make AI with biology, not biology with AI. Because when I was looking for masters, that's what most of it was doing. Taking AI, machine learning, and solving biological problems. Cancer detection, gene correlates. But I'm interested in taking biology concepts and making cooler AI. How do I do that? Well, Xenobots. Xenobots, that's how I do that. Computer. 
Computer. Computer. That's chemistry. What's where's the magic, dude? Dude, like, honestly, we got physics, we got chemistry. This paper made me feel like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Did you get to doing? the fucking genes part? No, look I didn't. at the plots. Look at the plots. I stared at this bastard. Like the stuff that I can see, the stuff that I can touch, makes sense. The bone, yeah, I can see the bone. Here's how big is the bone. Bone density, but then you get to the genes, to the plots, to the clusters. Let me throw some names. I don't even know what this is. Notch. TGF Beta. Hedgehog. <laughs> WNT. <laughs> what? Transcriptomic analysis of early wound tissue reveals gene expression changes associated with generative outcomes. So, I think what they're saying is based on the chemical, the chemical environment that they put the hand in, the, exp the genes express different Proteins, different behaviors. I think that I think that's what that means, right? I wish I yo, could know yo, what yo, these yo, motherfuckers yo, no, mean. No, no, let's, let's, I, I have GPT four, bro. Let's, let's ask it. We got access. The the Slovenian mafia. Putin so if I uh, if I say, well, this paper just came out. When did this paper come out? Paper come out. Which paper? This Michael Levin paper. Twenty twenty two. Uh, it's not in the data set, <laughs> but uh, probably not. But let's maybe you can maybe, maybe maybe I can copy it and it'll tell me. Use the old one, like vanilla GPT. Why? Like just the language model without reinforcement learning. GPT three. Why? The one that can summarize stuff. But GPT four can do the two. Ah. GPT four can do everything. GPT three point five can do, but better. Okay. Okay. It's kind of how that paste. works. Can you paste all the text and the images? Nah, that's a lot. It's a way too much text. But um, you can say, take this, remember this, I'll give you some more. Take this, remember this, I'll give you some more. And then you can ask it to summarize it. Hmm. Nice. So if I, anyway, that's for a different time. We have five minutes left. Before we five minutes before I go to climbing. Go. Let's. How, how do, what, like, what like what have you been thinking about in terms of biology and what kind of things you're interested in? Ah, oh, dude, like, I thought I was special. I was now nah, I'm a special snowflake. These motherfuckers. There's a Andre's phone's going off. I'm a special snowflake. These motherfuckers with their. Uh, making AI with inspiration from neurons, inspiration from cognitive science, from, cogn from cognitive architectures, from cognitive models. I'm, I want to go deep. I want to go one level deeper at the cell level, at the mechanism that takes place inside the cell. <sighs> there is... I after looking more into this stuff, I found out that when I'm not really interested to figure out the metabolism of a cell in terms of phenomena, instead of terms of object of knowledge. So I switched sides back to the cognitive sciences in which you can model, I want to say greater, but I, you can model higher order things like cooperation, like memory, decision-making. 
and computation computational computer uh, what science. about the spinaria and the fucking memory to grow two heads bro how do you figure that shit out Oof. I, i don't know like, I, i don't know if cognitive science can help you figure that out yeah, yeah yeah like where's the knowledge man where's the knowledge but i think that's the science game you are a lifelong learner you don't have to switch sides like, like I, it's still fascinating <laughs> and intimidating and such such so much magic in what michael levin does But man, we gotta that, pick our battles. That's just one bad. That's just one lab, bro. Think about all the things. What human humans? Humans lab is curing eyesight, dude. What the fuck? Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes me feel pretty ins- inconsequential. I'll be honest. Like, I don't know where I can fit in. I don't know where my dude, place is. Dude, Travis's master's stu- one of Travis's master students that does an inter internship with him just built upon my work that I did for him. In my second motherfucking year of bachelor during a six month research assistantship now my work has gone out into the world now my work has been built upon possibly this student will also publish her work and my my inner workings are going to be out there in the world i'm i'm done really like i can die a happy, happy man knowing that i left i left a a bit a little bits of information of mine into the world i feel pretty good <laughs> that's great dude i what what you what you are doing with fucking dota shit that's no it's nothing you're a, you're the dawn <laughs> of the paper <laughs> it's nothing it's just like it's it's just it's just correlation you know it's just it's just like hey look at something i found Which is good enough. I guess most people don't find don't find anything. But uh, <laughs> most people don't find anything. It wasn't a huge leap. I was like, yeah, time series, put them together, let's see what happens. <laughs> the the GitHub, like, I I get your GitHub for inter- entertainment. Let's see what Tudish is up to. <laughs> let's let's get my GitHub feed. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I I just want to know. I just want I just want a place to fit in. you know a, a place where i can like so where i can contribute meaningfully like you, you know who i want to be who do i want to be you know in in uh, in uh, the last kingdom utred's scottish friend who's scottish the irish friend the irish friend the guy he slaved the guy with cool haircut the guy he saved from the slave ship oh yeah yeah and like and now he's like his right right his right hand man yes right I'll be that guy, because <laughs> I I don't think I'm Woodrin. I can't be <laughs> him. I can't be him. He's the Chad, right? <laughs> He's Michael Levin. <sighs> can I at least be useful to Michael Levin? Can That's I give him a coffee? Can I be the intern of Michael Levin? I think I can be an intern, bro. I don't, like, it's You're weird. higher than an intern. No, it's not like it's like you're I'm, not the monk, Alfred's bastard. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> But like I, I like you're I, Michael's like right hand man. I just want to be useful, man, and I want to be like. Just feel like I yeah feel 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 like I belong and feel like that I'm contributing meaningfully to 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 this human challenge, you know, of existing, of trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Good lord, you know, it'd be nice to get paid while I'm doing it, so that'd be nice. So I don't, so I don't, so I don't, that's so a good constraint on your so decision. I so I don't starve to death on your decision tree. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
Hopefully we find out. Anyway, bro, you gotta go to your climbing thing. We're gonna wrap this up. That was fun as fuck. Honestly, Oof. more fun than the last couple, the last five maybe. Cause like we just went all over the place. Uh, if you were triggered or offended or offended or hurt your feelings, good. We want you to know. We we have nothing but love. This is all love, all all peace. Love in disguise. Love in disguise. All right. Thanks, Andre, for joining. Thank me you, Dish. Let's uh, let's uh, see you again next time. This has been a One Deeper Podcast. Thanks for joining and I hope you learned something. Catch you again next time.